Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. I'm Alpha. We can be as badass as we want. We now live in a nation where doctors destroy health, lawyers destroy justice, universities destroy knowledge, governments destroy freedom, the press destroys information, religion destroys morals, our banks destroy the economy, the inability to defend on all of these fronts, be it voter suppression. And you can go down the line. You can go down the line. Good evening. I'm Alpha. This is the Alpha Show. Now, the master of common sense, take no prisoners in politics and game making. The man from Chicago who's got their numbers. This is Advanced Urban Political Talk Radio with Alpha. Here's Alpha. Well, good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Alpha Show here at TruthWorks Network, where the truth must be spoken more than once. I don't know where to start. I, I, I just don't know where to start. Well, there's so much negative to start with. I'll start with something positive, and that's... Um, the largest bill that helps people. Now, it might not do all the things for everybody that everybody wants it to do that they say it should have done, but think about it. It's larger than the recovery bill in 2009 from the Democrats and them being told that it wasn't big enough and they were just too afraid of what the others would say had they gotten a bigger bill. Um, so we've got that. And tell, can somebody tell me, and I've heard people speaking on it for the last, when it was inevitable that this bill, what is it, thirteen nineteen? would pass, and the people on the right just lost their damn mind. They started talking about Dr. Seuss, the gender of Mr. Potato Head, started talking about cultural bullshit, and that's exactly what it was, cultural bull. Because you know what didn't work? What didn't work was trying to get some of them to agree with us on concessions that we've made, and then they don't vote for it anyway. So I'm glad uh, that they just bulldoze it right on through. The 
spending. The spending. That's what they're coming up with next. And did you hear who? I, I can't think of who it was. They said that the money, the 1400 was going for alcohol and a refund. This that has to be some of the Trump effect. And I call it the Trump effect because the bigots have come out. Trump brought the bigots out, and they made them believe that it was okay to be a racial bigot again. So they are on full head-blowing attack on this bill. You had the uh, little girly man, Tucker Carlson, basically, uh, I don't know what, what is it, what was it, or what is it with women in the military that the people on the right can't what is we got that to cover too uh, Daryl Scott he's the black pastor uh, that's a trumper he is um, under investigation but they didn't say for what so I'll leave it at that. He's under investigation. And at every turn, it seems like Donald Trump is <laughs> Donald Trump is less and less important, prevalent in the media. And yes, you're right. Janice Graham of our Common Ground, heard here at Two Sports Network. Um, <laughs> at 10 o'clock Saturday, here at Blog Talk Radio, she wants to dog Tim Scott. You know, Janice, I'm going to leave that up to you. Because. Um, I know you can peel them off some wolf ass because these people are, they've lost their damn mind. And they've lost their damn mind. (laughs) You're right, Janice. I told you he had charges that they were going to look the other way on. Michael Flynn is uh, going to look down the barrel of foreign corruption. Uh, That was not covered by his pardon. They looked the other way and they didn't charge him with foreign corruption. Well, those days are over. Not to... 
not to say the fact that, um, not to have the fact that his brother was the one who held back on the order to send the troops in to save the capital. That's the Republican Benghazi. And I just wish to hell that there was a Democrat who had the courage to call it that. Five Americans died as Donald Trump sought to stop the certification of the votes and the electoral college. So, (laughs) yes, Janice, but he didn't register for Russia or Turkey. Neither did his son. So they should be gone. They should be out. Go out there and get him, too. You see, once you're dirty, it's not good to thumb your nose at the Justice Department when they can, in fact, charge you with the things that they said they gave you a break on. So that's that's um, going to be interesting. 516-666-9516 is the number to get in on. If you just happen to just, just want to say something. I got two speakers on the in the chat room. I had three. One of them was a debt some somebody. Debt somebody. And I was, said hi and he left. Bye. And I'm glad he left because nobody's trying to hear that debt that 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 debt argument. Because that's all Republicans have left. And Democrats should go after infrastructure. And don't just go after infrastructure. They have some stuff on it. Add some stuff on to the infrastructure bill. And let Republicans vote against it. And just tell the American people how good 1319 was and tell them the infrastructure bill is even better. And I've got another suggestion, and it's not the first time that I've floated this idea. They were all up in arms because President Biden <laughs> because President Biden said, "You may be able to gather 
by the 4th of July. Who does he think he is to tell us when we can gather? We gather before us. We've been gathering all along. We haven't. That's why the pandemic is going to take as long as it's taking. And I would hope that Joe Biden (laughs) would tell them that he's going to limit the federal dollars that these states get with the Neanderthal governors who opened their states too soon and their curve peaks back up. They'll lose federal funding. They will not be able to take advantage of all of the rescue acts because we don't have their cooperation. I said it just the other day before they passed this very large bill that if they passed this bill, the Republicans would go into sabotage mode. That's exactly what they're going to do. Oh, oh. And watch out for the anti-vaxxers who will team up with Republicans to shut down some of the vaccination centers and locations. That's not peaceful protest. That should be a zero tolerance. Go in, arrest them, lock them up, and put some serious charge on them. I don't know what you're charging with. Try some type of terrorist action. Keep the ass in jail for about six months. taken a while to get over half of the stuff. What I want to do <laughs> what I want to do you know Janice, I'm going to have to go to a different room because you keep putting stuff in the chat room and you keep trying to start trouble. But I want uh I want you all to pick up on this because America is a great 
country. And America is a country that was founded on the premise of white supremacy and white superiority. I know you have heard in this entire debate, well, there's a difference between heritage and hate. And there's a difference between Southern culture and slavery. And the monuments are celebrating heritage. They're celebrating culture. They're celebrating Southern pride. And people have understood these code words for a long time. So, I grew up in Memphis, Tennessee. And what greets me as a citizen of Tennessee when I go to my state capital in Nashville where my grandparents lived? Nathan Bedford Forrest. Well, he made a fortune in Memphis as a slave trader. And he was the original Grand Wizard of the KKK. He led a Confederate massacre of black soldiers and white soldiers, American soldiers, during the Civil War. And this monument wasn't put up in 1865 or 1866 with people saying he's such a hero, we have to recognize him. This monument was built in 1970, two years after Martin Luther King was shot in the neck just down the road from Nashville, Tennessee. And we'll come to that timing as we go through this because the timing of these monuments, I think, suggests something that's very important in terms of understanding what they're about. When were these monuments built? There were two spikes between the end of the 1800s and about 1921. What else was going on at the exact same time in America? The fact that this was normal, the fact that this was behavior that didn't really shock anybody tells you something about how deeply white supremacy has been ingrained into American culture. 1921, the black community in Tulsa, Oklahoma was one of the most prosperous communities in America, and the whites there decided they weren't going to have it, so they simply burned it to the ground. Almost 300 people killed. That's what was going on at the exact same time was this explosion of Confederate monuments, an explosion of thanks and praise for people who had done nothing other than fight to maintain white supremacy and slavery. When you think about when these monuments were built and what else was going on in America, it tells you something about the motivation. So how about that second, 1947 to 1968? One thing that people forget about our history is that Reconstruction after the war was actually working. There were over 2,000 black elected officials in America. Businesses that blacks were starting were starting to take hold. And in 1877, I think it was Groven, I can't remember the president, but he got elected and basically said, I'm withdrawing the troops. In 1876, 
there were 125,000 black registered voters in Louisiana. In 1878, that number dropped to 5,000. And if you're wondering about the flag, it had essentially been dead and buried until 1948 when Strom Thurmond brought it back with the Dixiecrat Party. And once again, they are telling us as clearly as they can what they are about and why they're waving that flag. The party's purpose was clear. We stand for segregation of the races. This is from the editor of the Augusta, Georgia Courier in 1951. saying it as plainly as they can, and yet we are still having a debate in this country about what this stuff means. I am going through this to try and show you the events that were happening at the same time that this second explosion of monuments in the South to Confederate heroes was being built. And then this happened in 63. Segregation today, segregation tomorrow, segregation forever, and just a few weeks later, the Confederate flag was flying over the University of Alabama. And in September of 1963, these four girls got blown up in this church. This was the young girl that survived. These are the faces of people watching the bodies being taken out of the church. This is what was happening as the second explosion of Confederate monuments was happening in America. So some of these statues are coming down. They're being removed in the dark of night because the city officials don't want to remove them in the day because there might be disputes, there might be violence, there might be fighting. My only point is this. There is a movement in America that has not been in existence in my lifetime. I was 11 years old in Memphis when King was shot and killed, and I was young, but I was old enough to know enough. And what I'm telling you is the discussions about racial equality that were going on then are nowhere near as deep, as intense, and as revealing as the discussions that are going on today. As scared as I feel and as frustrated as I feel with what's going on in this country, there is a part of me that says we are on the cusp of something. This is a freaking tipping point. And it is going to go one way or the other. Taking down these monuments will not cure the problem, but it is at least an indication that we are ready to deal with the truth. I enjoy playing that particular clip because it brings me to a conversation of it's happening again. The resurgence of white nationalism, the Klan, and of the people in this country who simply dislike you. 
for the color of your skin. There's a whole network, three networks now. There only used to be one. That was Fox News. Now it's Newsmax. And A-N-I-N, not Q-N-I-N, A-N-I-N. And they're growing. The militias are growing. Every step. They are coming back. Two hundred and fifty three bills, two hundred and fifty six bills and forty three states of voter suppression to suppress the black vote even more. They can't let this happen again. They can't let losing Georgia happen again. It's illegal to give water and food to people standing on line to vote. And they're standing on line anywhere from three to ten hours. They are priming the weapons that they're looking to use. To grab power back. My problem is this. The power that they're trying to grab back. America is a great country. America is a great country. America is a great. America is a great country. I get it. I get it already. The damn border stuff. <laughs> no, I don't dare refresh it. No, I don't. No, 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 no. It's too late for that. I'm not refreshing another. With my luck, it'll knock me off the air. And if I get knocked off the air, I ain't coming back. Ah. <laughs> uh, There's just too much going on. Too much going on. And I'll tell you, when I tell you they're coming back, they're coming back. They're coming back with a vengeance. And all of these, the Justice Department, has to step up. Now, I may not have a choice. My board is frozen here. The Justice Department has to step up. It's not enough that there's a target-rich environment to prosecuting with these Republicans. But at some point, you have to understand we cannot 
sleep on this. Can you see them regaining power? Everything's an investigation. Straight back to Benghazi. That's where they'll go. How many hearings did they have on Benghazi? In the house itself, there were like six or nine. Benghazi, Benghazi, Benghazi. Four Americans died. So, why isn't that comparable to January 6th and the taking of the Capitol by white supremacists, proud boys, oath keepers, white nationalists, give it a name. Anti-American. That's all you can say. That's all you can go. Anti-American. Yeah, see, I'm going to have to reset the board. Nothing works. Yeah, let me refresh. Hope everything comes back. So. I'm going to keep it like it is, hopefully. And hopefully everything will come back like it is. See, this is what I fear. I don't know if I'm on the air or not, but my board is black. My board is black. I don't know if I've been knocked off the air. Oh, looks like the Looks like I'm back. But I think my chat room is gone. You know, these bastards. Okay, I'm back with the chat room now. Janice, am I back? Let me know if you can hear me. Nothing good comes from this. At least I did stay on the air. And that happened when I played a clip. Let's see. Maybe... Maybe Keith will um, find a way. This is Olbermann versus Trump. In the presidential farewell address version of a hostage video, Donald Trump has now admitted that, quote, a new administration will be inaugurated on January 20th. But as he read two minutes and 41 seconds of platitudes and sounded like he was reading them for the very first time, he left the two most important words out. Amid the references to heinous attacks and the American family and every cliche except your mileage may vary and employees must wash hands, Trump said of the end of his term, quote, my focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. 
He did not mention Joe Biden's name, and in discussing the transfer of power, he did not use the word peaceful. This is not semantics. It renders the rest of the video meaningless and even inflammatory. The absence of Biden and peaceful will be all that is heard by the domestic terrorists, Trump all but ordered to attack the Capitol on Wednesday. They live in a world of conspiracy theories and hidden messages that makes the Da Vinci Code look like pen and teller exposing the secrets of the magicians. They will take the omission of the word peaceful as Trump's blessing to continue with their plans to come back to Washington on January 19th and 20th and try to repeat yesterday's American carnage during the inauguration. Trump is, of course, not peaceful. It's long been clear he's a sadist and enjoys violence. Rhetorically, he was knee-deep in violence as he sent his terrorists to the Capitol on Wednesday afternoon. And this underscores the true danger of the next 13 days. Trump could show all the contrition in the world and it wouldn't matter. His stormtroopers believe the attack on the Capitol was a success and a beginning. And all the posturing by Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer about convincing Mike Pence to utilize the 25th Amendment, and all the Wall Street Journal editorials suggesting Trump resign now are meaningless. As long as Trump is present, his mob is triumphant, and the Biden inauguration is jeopardized. There is no choice. There are no other options. It will be necessary again for the House to impeach Trump immediately. Now, comment after comment and the constant threat, and I call it a threat, should be enough for Democrats to simply declare Republicans the outlaw party and the party of white nationalists, white supremacists, and the Klan and neo-Nazis. Oh, of course their heads are going to explode, but that's the truth. Declare them enemies of the state, of democracy. Declare them traitors, traitors to America. I had a, um, I had a, um, a link to, um, Malcolm Nance's the um, plot against America. And I put that as a YouTube link. About an hour and nine minutes long. And I would suggest, I would recommend it. Because it's very, it's an it's an eye opener, and in each case, we will find that all of the things that Malcolm Nance has said in his four books come to fruition. They've come to pass. They should reopen the Mueller report. They should immediately begin to prosecute him 
on obstruction of justice in the Mueller report, he's already got a bunch of uh, lawsuits that are aimed at him. What's the woman's name in Georgia? Fanny? Fanny Lewis? Fanny Taylor? Fanny? I know her first name is Fanny. And uh, Fanny has brought on the the uh, Rico Act whisperer. He is the uh, top RICO Act prosecutor in the country. The idea that the people in Georgia will get the first shot at Donald Trump because it's like it's like I think they have three recordings of it. Five one six 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 nine five one six. So we're uh, just saying, if you want to check, come on. And oh yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. There are white supremacists in both parties, but for right now. Hmm. They seem to be hiding in the Democratic Party. They've got their heads down. They want no part of it. And that's the way they used to be on the right, but not anymore. I agree. Both parties have white supremacy. Both parties have clans. Both parties have white nationalists. But one side has got their heads down and they're moving along, hoping they don't get discovered. The other side has got their heads up, waving their Confederate flags, with their guns and or long rifles, as they'll call them, and they're spoiling for a fight. I say, let's toughen up and let's not shrink from the opportunity to silence them. And they will never be completely silent. So let's put a dent in it. Let's put a dent in it and keep moving. The demographics of this country are changing. And pretty soon, they will be the minority. And as I heard a young lady say, they better hope that we simply want equality and not revenge.
Just equality, not revenge. But equality is a far-fetched idea. <coughs> wow. Hello. It appears, just appears, all right, I need to take another break. I hope this wasn't a, well, this probably was February. Hi, this is Janice Graham asking you to join us each Saturday, 10 p.m. at Our Common Ground, Transforming Truth to Power, one broadcast at a time. Coming up on this Saturday, do we accomplish much in celebrating Black History Month each year? I'm wondering and I'm asking, are you making a difference? Are you intentionally and consciously creating new black history. Are you making black history? I'm Janice Graham, and I'll be listening for you right here in the Black Truth Sanctuary at Our Common Ground, Saturdays live and call in, 10 p.m. I can't, I hit this mute button because I was having a coughing spell. As I tried to explain, I was, I had an episode here with a lack of oxygen. It was almost serious, serious. It was almost serious. Enough for me to take to the emergency room. I weathered it. 516-666-9516. I seem to do that every week. Hit the mute button and stay on mute. 561. Welcome to the Alpha Show. Don't even try it. You're on mute. <laughs> Not anymore. Since since you played the clip, you've been on mute. I don't remember that. (laughs) (laughs) You're still on mute. You're still on mute. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. How come I can hear my voice in your background? Alpha. Yep. Hit hit the hit the uh, mic button again. What mic button? Which one? On your board. On my phone. On your board. Wherever you're muted, you're muted somewhere. I'm muted on my phone. 
And you still can't hear me? You're not on the air. Maybe I should refresh this. Let's see. How about now? Nope. I just heard my voice come back to me. I'm telling you, you're not coming across the air. You're muted somewhere. I'm muted somewhere. I can't tell you where it is. The microphone on the board. I'm not muted. When you when you went to break, you muted somewhere. What about now? Okay, it's open now. Well, I haven't touched that part. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the one sitting here with the scotch and water. What What are you doing? <laughs> I, just, I think that scotch and water is not able to hear me. No, I hear you now. Just want to check, say I can hear. You were talking about the emergency room or something. Okay, I, I can hear it. you now. I think it's you. You're... <laughs> well, Janice, anyway. Yeah. How's it going? Um, my my entire point was this. This has to be the opportunity for the Democrats to get as much done as they possibly can. Listen, you've always, you can already see they what? They're definitely going to fuck this one up. They're already well, doing it. I mean, and Joe Biden is trying to play. Barack Obama politics, and it, it seems to me that they learned nothing. It's true that uh, he is claiming what he has done, and he's going to go on a tour of some kind. But that's not what's going to matter in the battle between power from uh, the, the the party uh, battles over power. Mitch McConnell is going to continue to do what works. If Joe Biden oh. doesn't begin to make some adjustments about how he thinks that they can ignore him, but what they're not calculating is that people are going to see a $1,400 check, which doesn't go far. $1,400 don't mean nothing. 
They're thinking about the $1.9 trillion, which people will not, don't identify with. It's the same old, same old of federal spending. About the debt. So where were they when... We all, well, all no, no, I don't think I don't think for I don't think for regular people, for working people, they're not thinking about no debt. That's that's the what that's the game that the the Republicans uh, are playing. But for regular people, even let's let's even take working people who pay attention a little bit. See, I, I think Alpha, you're listening, you're looking at it from someone who pays intense attention. The regular American, working poor, working blue collar, people who go to vote, they don't pay that kind of intense attention. So for them, this is not about. $1.9 trillion, it is about $1,400, which is going to be, I mean, I just saw, I just heard from six people on Twitter, they already got their money. Tonight, they got their money. So, by the time you catch up on your credit card or you go pay somebody, you borrowed some money. I mean, you know how it works. That $1,400 is going to be gone. That $1,400 is not going to do anything for people who are at the cusp or have already been evicted from their, where they live. It's not going to mean much to people who are now 11 months behind in their mortgage but they are on forbearance. Okay? Tell me. Tell me something. As you give me the list of what the people are going to care about. What they're going to care about. What people who pay attention, the working class voter who pays attention they are now worried about what is happening in Georgia, what is happening now in Iowa, and how the Democrats are going to win over that. That's what they're paying attention to. They are paying attention to the fact to see whether or not the people that they backed are going to do something about Rick Scott, who now wants to spend the Florida money I'm bringing down the corporate tax rate in Florida. They they are interested in finding out whether or not the restaurant that they worked for or the corner store that they worked for is going to be able to reemploy them. That's what people are worried about. That's what people care about. So that means whether or not the Democrats are going to have not a smart response, but an effective response to what the Republicans are now doing on voter suppression, on the use of how they're going to distort 
and corrupt the use of uh, the, the the money that should that should be spent on helping small businesses and and helping restaurants and whatever. I don't know why everybody's all up in alarm about the restaurants. Restaurants come and go all the time. It is a cyclical business in the economy. So they're worried about how they're going to respond to to Mitch McConnell, how they're going to respond to Rick Scott, how they're going to respond to Ron DeSantis. That's what they're worried about. We put our nickel behind you, and how are you going to hold on to what we gave you? That's what they're going to be responding about. And to um, this whole idea... The borders are not fucking open. Well, <laughs> and I agree with you, you on know, that. I don't know where people get the what's, bullshit, what's that, and then they want to pass it along, and then they want people who know better to go along with it. But well, anyway, I called you to talk to you about, can, can we do some gossiping? Fucking Tim Scott. You know, I don't, I don't call Fucking Mike it. Flynn. Fucking Paul <laughs> Manafort. Fucking, fucking George Papadopoulos. These mofos think that they are going to get away with their sedition and their treason. And I, I didn't even start talking about that goddamn racist, white supremacist Stephen Miller. That whole fucking Trump White House. But anyway, um, I, I called you to talk to you about my former boss, Andrew Cuomo. Well, oh, I really called you no. to tell you you were on you, mute. You called me to ask you about Andrew Cuomo? Andrew said what? he ain't going nowhere. Well, you know, here, here is another miscalculation with people like Schumer and whatever the other woman's name, Senator from New York. Um, you know who I'm talking about. These people want to be on, on they don't want to be caught. They don't want to be in a war. They are already in a war. That's what they don't understand. And that's why they were overrun on uh, the, they weren't present when 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 the, when these people um showed up on the battlefield. I know I I just don't get it. Schumer should have stayed out of it. And I am telling you that the Trump operatives, the nasty, corrupt Trump operatives from the mafia, and you know which mafia I'm talking about, right? Italian mafia. Okay. The money launderers. The money launderers. Let's just say it that way. The money launderers 
are so in a panic mode about what is going to happen with Trump and these investigations and how they are going to get caught in it that they are willing to take down the whole fucking New York state government in order to do it. And these people are falling for it. They're not seeing it. And if if Andrew Cuomo resigns or he is impeached, they're going to be very sorry because Trump and all his people are going to get away. Understand why they went after Andrew Cuomo, it had nothing to do with sexual harassment. I mean, and I am the last person, and you know that. You knew me when I was working for Andrew Cuomo. He is a nincompoop, a jackass, belligerent, and arrogant. And he thinks he's the king of the universe. He is a typical power-hungry white man who is a bully. And he will bully anybody who he thinks will be bullied, will cow to him. People who do not know where the borders are when you deal with people like him. So anyway... Um, this is, I mean, when when we begin to look at it, this is going, I mean, if anybody ever really ever uncovers what's happening here, and I am the last person to defend Andrew Cuomo, the last person, believe me, the last person. I never would have thought I don't believe he should have been the governor of New York. I don't believe he is without um, guilt here. But this is something else. Mock my word. This is something very nefarious. It is a deep international conspiracy to get rid of him. He is a problem for a lot of people because they can't get to Cy Vance and they can't get to, what's the lady's name? New York uh, District Attorney, State Attorney, Letitia James. They can't get to them unless they move Andrew Cuomo out of the way. And here we have Schumer, uh, de Blasio. In matters like this, people don't know you just stay quiet. You say let the investigation go its way because in that kind of investigation, witnesses will fall to the side. The woman who said, well, he never touched me, he never, he said stuff. Well, that's what white men do. And and here's my thing, and I think I already said this a uh, hundred times this week. When you run with dogs, you cannot be scared to bark. 
So they have found a bunch of Karens, a bunch of fragile white women who got their feelings hurt but weren't willing to stand up for themselves. And now, I mean, why can't they ask him to resign uh, over the nursing home thing? They didn't ask him to resign then. So both of these things came at the same time, and one of these things, the nursing home thing, is was an affront. He affronted, he offended, and he called out Donald Trump during, at the beginning of the pandemic. Did you see the picture? No. You don't see the Donald picture? Trump. No. What picture? Donald Trump's, and here's, here, here's the core of it. Donald Trump's investigation is going to burst wide open the entire system of international corruption and the international crime cartel that Donald Trump allowed. Well, I see that picture. I do see that picture. And I understand your logic when you say they have to get Andrew Cuomo out of the way. But now, at this point, at this point, this has to be on Andrew Cuomo. Because Every one of them, every one of them, you're telling me that you have a senator sitting in the U.S. Congress who is an avowed white supremacist, but nobody's asking her or insisting that she resign. You had a president of the United States who was char- who was accused of, of 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 rape and nobody asked insisted that he resign and assaulting 26 women yeah the 26, 26 I, didn't, seven, I didn't know what the numbers not six not, six, not seven and notice how they trickled out first there was two then the next day three two days later there was four then five, then six, now seven. Then you have Democrats yep. going. You got, you got to go. You got to go. And but you see, the thing, the thing the- is, it's because so many of these people are unwilling, unwilling to hold politicians and powerful white men accountable. I mean, Alpo, I'm looking at this from the, the women. I I am not denying that sexual harassment happens, and it happens way too much and, and too frequent, and, and it happens very frequently. But here's the the thing. The law, 
the guidance under Title VII, which governs the act of sexual harassment, says that it requires the victim to do two things. One, if someone says something to you which you find offensive, is to inform them that it is offensive and that they should stop. If it persists, then the victim is required to report it. The third is part of sexual harassment is requesting sexual favors And the fourth part of sexual harassment is it's is is uh sexual violence. And everything all these women are saying, they're just saying they were offended. How are you gonna say it's sexual harassment if I mean that's that's why they're not saying sexual harassment too much. If somebody asks you, Can I kiss you? There's nothing in the guidance that says anything other than that's offensive. And I I still go back to my my thing about these, these are not regular secretaries or regular administrative women or women who don't know how to to speak up for themselves. These were powerful women. These weren't women who didn't know how to file a sexual harassment complaint. These were women who wanted to use him, be in his sphere, and they smiled and danced until they got what they wanted. The person, the second one that came out, she got a promotion. She took the promotion. When you when you read her interview, she took the promotion. She stayed instead of filing a complaint and suing the fuck out of him. The generals, you're absolutely right. And then look at how they you know this whole out. Me Too bullshit has gone way too far. Way too far. The Me Too movement is about women who are powerless to protect themselves. And now we're talking about women who wanted to be in the sphere, who wanted to have some of the power, who loved to be in the power circle, and guess what? I worked for for Cuomo for two years. I heard him say some foul shit. I heard him make jokes that I didn't find funny and I didn't laugh. I didn't try to be one of his best and one be one of his buddies because he was a vile and nasty, arrogant, belligerent man. And that's where you make the decision. I knew I'm going to be one of his favorites. Well, Janet, I kept my distance. 
back to them trying to move them out of the way so that they could get to Saifan and Letitia James. That's right. That's what it's all about. And if the Democrats can't see that, All they had to say was, hey, we want an investigation and we want a, a full investigation, an independent investigation. And then it would be on Andrew point, Cuomo. What? And at this point, I think it's, at this point, Janice, I think it's on Andrew Cuomo to do exactly to, that. To do what? To, to say, do what? To basically step up and say, let's have a, a full investigation. Well, that's what he's been. That's what he's been saying. No, no, Janet. He's saying, "Let's have an investigation. I'm not going to quit." But he's not saying they want me out of the way. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't. I, 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 I think. I think. I think that there are very few people who would publicly go up against the Russian mafia. Let me say this, Janet. What? Whether he chooses to go up against the Russian mafia or not, if they get rid of him, they get rid of Sarvans and Letitia James. Right? Yep. Yep. Now, the girl in uh, Fanny, what's her name? In Georgia, Fanny... Wallace. What's her, the, the Fanny Wallace? Wallace. Wallace. Mm-hmm. If they, they But you're, they you're missing very, apples and oranges, uh, Alpha, I think. I, I understand that, what you're saying. That is about one thing. This this right. New York matter. It's about this New York it's matter is so different. The whole ball of it's an international it's criminal cartel. Money laundering, the whole nine yards. Have I not been saying the, that? Have I not been saying the, that for the time that 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 Donald Trump has been was in office, that he was running an international criminal empire from the White House? It was. I mean, if we go back and we recall why Paul Manafort became the campaign manager. Right. Look at the people right. around him. Why Mike Flynn had to be the head of the National Security um, Council. You know, Janice, at some point, someone is going to have to just stand up for democracy. Because from what I can see from right now, this, this Andrew Como situation is about democracy. Well, it's about, you know, it, it, it's really strange, Alpha, that we're talking about Andrew Cuomo in the same breath as democracy. But I think you're, I, I think in one way you're absolutely right. Um, when I think they're they're re- responding in the same way that they responded to. Al Franken, 
But I think that, I, you know, you got to keep in mind and, and just want to chat in the chat room, uh, said it earlier tonight that they all know that it's not just Donald Trump and Republicans. This thing is going to reach across the party lines if it ever gets told. So what they're trying to do is to contain and protect themselves, and that's why Schumer and, oh, God, I can't think of the lady's name, the uh, uh, the other woman, from senator from New, New, New York, and they enlisted AOC. They're enlisting people to bring this shit to a halt because they know And I think, I mean, Andrew Cuomo, he, while he's a jackass and a nincompoop and there's so much stuff that he doesn't understand, which is why he behaves in, in the way that he behaves, as, as, compare, as, as compared to his, his father, who was also the governor of New York. You're talking about uh, apples and oranges when you compare son and father because his father didn't grow up in privilege. Andrew grew up in privilege, and he is just about the most distasteful person. And I've had some, you know, when I worked in corporate America, I had some very distasteful people who I worked for and worked with. But I will tell you, Andrew Cuomo beat them all out. I I thought I had seen bad behavior, ugly, immoral behavior from powerful men. But I had never seen the likes of Andrew Cuomo. And he was just a fucking cabinet secretary. So anyway, um, I think the, the Democrats understand that they are protecting themselves in certain ways. I think that AOC is making a judgment from what she perceives uh, as her role as a ultra-feminist. Well, I'm not no, no feminist. I think feminism is white woman's shit. And they can have it. But I, I, I just want to say, and I know I've taken up a lot of your time. I've been on here for 20 minutes. But anyway, I, I just want to say that they, if, if Andrew Cuomo resigns or he is um, impeached, I think we are going to see and to understand that this is a get-out-of-jail card. 
get-out-of-jail card for Donald Trump and his minions, that we will never see him charged or indicted on the real crimes. And I'm not talking about, I mean, you know, rape is a real crime, yeah, um, and I don't know if they, you know, how they investigate that or anything. But I'm talking about the cartel, the criminal empire, which he has been orchestrating. And and the reason why it was important to Putin and Saudi Arabia and MSB and all them people to be the president. And they did whatever was required to make him so because he stole that election. He stole that election. He won in places where we know that he should never have won. The other part of this is, you know, sometimes I I just sit back and say, how much, it's actually the theme of what I'm going to be talking about tomorrow night, how much of this shit are we going to tolerate in this country? Because Joe Biden has a whole different narrative on democracy that I have on democracy. He's running around talking about with $1.9 trillion, he has cut child um, poverty in half. Nobody has shown me how that is so. But they're saying it. So it's another form of bullshit propaganda um, that we're getting from our government. He is using this as a candy-coated ice cream cone. And I'm talking about Joe Biden right now. So that there will never be any reckoning with police departments around this country or their unions. There will never be any reckoning. There will never be any real reckoning between how white people are getting rich on selling weed and black people went to jail and now they have nothing because they sold weed. There won't be a reckoning. You know, and if you recall last year, I did a, 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 a show, I don't remember who my guest was, about the reckoning. So, I mean, you can't go around and say that Joe Biden is about justice and democracy and he doesn't understand fundamentally what defund the police means. 
So I don't know. I, I just, um, you know, we keep creating, we keep creating our and diluting our, I'm talking about black people at this point, we keep creating and diluting the base from which we can build political power. Because you've got all, you know, for instance, all the black people, all the congressional, 19 of the 26 or something like that, of the congressional delegation from New York have called for Andrew Cuomo to resign. And it seems to me that some of them do not understand what's happening here. And I keep going back to the thing, I keep going back to the thing is that if we don't understand the narrative of the Karens, you know the the Karens that I'm talking about. Well, well, Janice, Janice, if Andrew Cuomo won't save himself, then who the hell, how can he save himself? I understand what you're saying, the whole nine yards, but it appears that Andrew Cuomo is the is the sacrifice. He's a because no, 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 because he's trying to save himself. That's what I mean. If I mean, this himself, man took this this man. All he's ever wanted to be was the governor of New York and the president of the United States. Well, he'll never be president now. No, he Don't will never be. be. He wouldn't even before this happened. He wasn't going to be president. I mean, everybody right. knows mm-hmm. about how how um, Cuomo operates. You know, well, he doesn't just bully women. Say, he he bullies he, politicians and everybody else. Janice, if he won't stand up and say, this is why they want me out, because they want to get at Letitia James. No, what he needs to do, what he needs to do is hire a firm, a consulting firm, and I'm more than willing, you know, a consulting firm to begin to organize people and groups who will ask those questions. And I'm not sure what is happening with him that he does not understand that. Um, I mean, you know, just like I said, I didn't want to be in a circle, and, you know, I used to go to events. You know, he would call and say, I want all my regional directors, all my community builders, all my whatever out in Atlanta or Los Angeles next week, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I have literally been in a meeting where he's talking and been so embarrassed that I left as though I was going to the ladies' room, and I never went back. I, after the meeting, I went and got my briefcase and my shit, you know, because that's the kind of guy he is. But he can't do that himself. He can't do it himself. So, yeah. um, is he 
I mean, one of the stop. first things, one of the first things he uh, he needs to do is have a firm that's going to pay Sarah Kissinger and Andrew Chalupa uh, and put them out on the lecture circuit so that people understand how the cartel works, how the t- cartel was working in, you know, I, it, it's a lot of stuff. So, I mean, today they showed a picture of him outside with his dog um, with a blanket or a throw over him. So I, I, I don't know, Alpho, uh, if he, I mean, he may be, his ego may be big enough to think that he can survive this. That he can still, yeah. even if he's governor, he can still move from there. But even before this happened, he was never going to be a presidential candidate. There was just too too much baggage, too much. Did I tell you by that time um, uh, I threw a, a, a chair? Um <laughs> no, you 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 in the bottle shop. No. Um I was doing a contract with Deloitte and the senior vice vice president uh I was doing a, a conference for him and um he didn't like the way the tables were set up, so he started pushing tables, and he, he was angry, and he pushed the table and pushed me up against the wall. There was a chair right next to me. I picked up the table and hurled it across the room at him. Got my briefcase and my coat, left, and called Deloitte and told them, Send me my check. I quit. And if I don't get my check, you will get my lawyer. That's how dogs bark. So that was my cheers. Well, we're going to see how that's going to shake out. And um, Yeah. Yeah, I want to you thank- know somebody in the uh, uh, just want to chat is asking about the borders being open. Uh, well, the borders are not. Like, the borders well, are I, not I, 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 open. And I wish um, you-, I, you know, maybe some borders, some Canadian borders, or whatever. I, 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 I don't know, but most people are talking about the southern borders. Um, yeah, it's, it's, and there's something going on, you know, in places like Laredo. Right. Um, but people don't understand that right at the border, all the way around Texas and into California and New Mexico, um, children and people go back and forth to school and work. And I think some people are seeing that as the borders are open. Borders are not open. That's my take on that. 
And as far as a stimulus package is mainly funding other countries, that's not true and you should read the, the, the rescue plan. I read all, what, uh, the whole plan. Because <laughs> I'm used to, I mean, most people won't, but I'm accustomed to reading um, government documents. So I don't know. But the other thing, Alpha, I want you to talk about it. I know, I know, I've used up all my time. Is Ron Johnson? Is he a crazy man or what? <laughs> what is his problem? You know, there's so much crazy coming from. <laughs> I know. It's hard to keep up with him. What did Ron Johnson really? say? What did he really? say? Okay, so Ron Johnson said he um, he truly respects the law enforcement, and when he was not afraid on on January sixth because he knew all of those people who were there at the rally and marched down to the Capitol were God fearing and country loving people, and then he said. If they had been Black Lives Matter and Antifa, I would have been afraid. <laughs> Whiteness is a hell of a drug. And everybody's response was they were shaking their head, but nobody stepped up and flat out called him a racist. I know. Nobody no. stepped up and flat out said, nope. you are nope. white they talking, They're trying you to talk nice on it. They're, tr- they're trying to talk nice on it, Alpha. And that is, you know, that is the heartbreaking part of it. And if these if these Democrats and the Democratic uh, and left commentators think that the niceness is going to win the day I've got news for them, it is not. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm not sure, um, what they think, what game they think, what, what arena they think they're in. You know, I, I, I don't know. Did you catch Rachel Maddow tonight? No. No, I got, I, I take them. You've got to watch Rachel Maddow had me howling to the wind tonight. (laughs) I was sitting on the patio and watching her show, and um, she was talking about how the the Republicans are all going down and kissing the ring in Mar-a-Lago. I'm still saying going down, coming down. Because, you know, I'm 20 minutes from Mar-a-Lago. All I have to do is go across the bridge and and and, and drive east. I mean, drive north. So uh, she was talking about that. You, you'll watch it. you watch it. it. It's hilarious. She just, um, you know, but I think... You know, serious commentators 
are not getting it. Serious writers are not getting it. And sometimes I find myself having to go back and forth and back and forth to try to find some semblance of understanding. You know, I'm I'm still a big fan of Gaslit Nation. Um, You don't hear people talking about that anymore as if we moved into a new era. We haven't moved into a new era. Right. And like you said, the politicians, Donald Trump is not worried about the tax scheme in New York because the politicians and the money launderers and the cartel will protect him. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're doing. If Andrew Cuomo Cuomo continues to resist stepping down, uh, they'll find more shit. Yeah, well, they'll find more shit. Then they're going to be unrelenting. They are not going to back off. They'll find more women. I mean, you know, they haven't found one serious, not one serious um, um, sexual harassment case. Not one. It's all uh, offensive behavior. And, yeah, I think that the, the Democrats ought to tell him, you will not run again. But they got to have somebody in place. They're talking about Cynthia Nixon. These people would eat Cynthia Nixon alive. Alpha, I was going to put... She she was a person that ran for governor against uh, Cuomo. She ran in the primary. She ran for mayor of New York. I'm sorry. You know, she used to be on that show that Tara was so crazy about. And um, I used to tell Tara that when she got to be in her middle age, she wouldn't dare watch that shit. So, anyhow, um, <clears throat> tomorrow is Imani's 28th birthday. <laughs> hey, time flies when you're having fun. I know. And don't forget, um, you got to turn your clocks back tomorrow. But as far as I'm concerned, America has turned it. America has turned the clock back so far because you don't hear the Demo- you don't hear the have you heard a Democrat plan for fighting the the, the voter suppression that's going on? They keep hollering about Stacey Adams. What's an HR one? That's not going to fix. That's not going to fix the, the the state problems. 
What these Democrats are doing, they're trying to get these voter laws up to the Supreme Court. And guess who they got in the Supreme Court? You see, they got a plan. And we don't seem to have a plan. Understood. That's what I don't understand. That's what I can't. I just don't understand that. They were all the forty-three states, two hundred and fifty-six new laws restricting our voting rights without mm-hmm. any fraud. Without any fraud. They're forcing it up to the people that's going to buy their, their bullshit. That's well, what they're doing. Hey, Alpha, what did you think about Willie Leggett last week? I would have called, but I didn't want to start no trouble. He was decent. He was more than decent. That's that's another reason I didn't call. He wasn't that far off base. Yeah. He was solid. Okay, I'm gonna go Alpha. Tell tell um house music lover I'm sorry for taking up his time. Well he don't have his hand raised up. What is he for? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> how many times how many times do you have to tell them? Punch one. I know. So let me know. Uh people people were Berating me all week by email and telling me they were waiting and they couldn't get in and and I didn't have anybody holding. They pressed the one. You got I pressed the one. Okay, Alpha. I'm right, talking to you. Bye bye. Thank you for your call. All right. Five one six. Six 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 nine five one six. Now I'm gonna see. House music lover wants to talk. And uh I gotta ask him about Genesis theory about them because I'm sure gonna push it. All next week I'm gonna push that same theory. Because if Como steps down, Donald Trump is free. Because I don't believe that the next governor will keep Cyrus Vance and Letitia James in office. And I can't see there not being this big Backlash for them getting rid of the prosecutor. 
And I think the prosecutors ought to have armed guards because uh, the Russians will kill anybody. They don't give a damn. They will do anybody. So house music love them. If you didn't want to get through, and I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I can't. All I know is my board is froze again. I may not be able to answer another call. (laughs) This is froze. I don't know. Okay, now it's flipped out. I'm looking to type. Okay, there you go. You just went up. House Music Global, welcome to the Alpha Show. What's up, brother? How are you tonight? Oh, everything's all right. How, how, did you just push one? Yeah, yeah, I did. Because my boy was froze. And I thought maybe you had pushed it and I had missed it. No, no, I, I just ran to the phone. Uh, the phone was across the room, uh, blasting. Um, so I was kind of busy tonight, so I just called in about, what, 15, 16 minutes ago. I missed most of the show. I, I got to go back and listen to the uh, listen to the broadcast, see what Ms. Chanis was talking about. <laughs> um, other than being 20, 20 minutes away from Mar a Largo. Yeah, Janice did a bunch of stuff to say. Uh, she should she should send a heat seeking missile that way, you know. If the Secret <laughs> Service is listening, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's, South, it's South Florida. Don't don't think it's some folks that down there that don't have a few of those. Trust and believe. Okay. Flat out war zone down there. Whole bunch of guns. But this was a bad week for me, Alpha. Um it's you know every once in a while you just gotta take a break and and decompress. I, I listen to next to nothing all week, um, other than the stimulus bill finally getting signed and um, Joe Biden taking his uh, victory lap for that. And um, those victory I, laps are going to continue. Those victory laps are going to continue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kamala is doing Yeah. So the, the last things I was hearing last week before I kind of shut down was um, people were saying what I was saying, you know, a few weeks ago um, about the the uh, uh, the progress, um, what it looks like, or the lack of, or the the the. The, the the sense of urgency didn't feel that it was where it needs to be. And um yeah, I heard quite a few people kind of touch on that on that theme and that tone. And um you know, said so yeah, it wasn't just me. And maybe um, you know, maybe I'm overstating it. Like, like I said, I'm, I, I haven't been in touch in the last week or so, so maybe a lot's changed. Um, I was I was listening to what was it, Schumer after the vote. I I, I think I heard him I heard, I heard them say that he tried to put some judges forward 
um, because the Republicans basically just left while it was uh, in the quorum or whatever, so they were able to do some business after they took the vote, whether the Republicans wanted to or not. So a little stuff like that, you know, um, that's cool if that's what's actually what actually happened. Um, but, you know, either way, um, I'm hoping that with the passage of this bill, um, even, oh, I'm sorry. Let me, let me. I, I do have to, to point out my one problem I had with it, which was uh, when Trump did it, you know, everybody got checks. But this time, they negotiated against the cell and managed to cut out how many millions of people? Above 75, 80,000, 140, or 150, 160 per couple. Um, cut those folks out, and if those folks were Democrats, and you know now they have a reason to not be Democrats, even though you know relatively speaking it's fourteen hundred dollars, but even still, just to um, just to screw those folks out of it, um, you know, it just didn't seem just didn't seem smart. But, you know, it's the whole Joe Manson cinema thing or whatever, so, you know, I get it. Well, I'm like this. I'm like this. I have very little sympathy for those people. And, I, you know, I've got to be honest about it. You know, those people making, you know, at that level of income, they are all right. They're going to be all right. Mm-hmm. They may not get this little Beasley $1,400 check, but they, they don't need it. They don't need it. I am more yeah, concerned I mean, right now that the $1.9 trillion is being so berated when they were silent when we spent $2 trillion before that. And both parties were all for it. And it turned out that most of that went to the to the big boy and the big company. You had airlines swooping in to get it. You had Tom Brady swooping in to get four million. You had all kind of people, all kind of characters swooping in to get the money. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, and hopefully, the difference between this one and that one is. Once it gets into the system, there'll be more of a, a broader uh, um, um, flow back into the, the GDP, basically. You'll be able to see the result because it's, it should be so much more broad-based um, as opposed to that narrow focus that uh, outside of the direct tra- checks, the narrow focus that Trump had with, um, you know, the top end of the, the business class getting that PP, uh, PPP money or whatever. So, yeah, no, I, I get that. Um, it's just uh, it amazes me how they get Democrats, you know, they, they negotiate against themselves, their own best interests, and they get them to run to the middle, and none of them voted for it. Not one Republican voted for it anyway. That's right. That's right. That's why, that's why their model should be, Republicans cannot be trusted. And House, as usual, you have brought us to the close of the program. How do you... I'm a closer. 
penny timing. I'm canny timing, Al. How is it that you I'm, I'm a, always manage to pull I'm a closer, ball. like in base, like like in baseball. I'm a closer. You bring me in in, in the bottom of the ninth, man. I get you the win. You're not a closer. You're not a closer. Later, how You know, House. I want to thank you for your call, man. But I'm about to get out of here. I've had a long two hours, had a long day, and um, I just want to try to recover from this day, and I want to sit here and check my oxygen level to make sure I'm still breathing. So I'll thank you for your call. I want to thank Janice Graham for her call, and... uh, Alice, I want you to think on this. Some more fun words. <laughs> mm-hmm. Janice raised that these women are coming out of the woodwork. Now they're seven women. She says if, if, if Andrew Como steps down, then the next governor will get rid of Cy Vance and Leticia James and the tax cases against Trump will melt away. If, if Cuomo stepped down, well, who's the lieutenant of government? Who is, is that who she's talking and referring to? Because the last I heard, yeah. it was only three women that were out, so I missed the last four that even came out. So, well, I, I don't know which one it is, but that's, the word, that's what I want you to think on. But uh, I got to get out of here. I was thanking right, you call, man. appreciate What's up? And uh, next week, look, when injustice becomes law, resistance becomes duty. This has been another exciting episode of The Alpha Show. We appreciate your listenership. Thank you for joining us at TruthWorks Network, The Alpha Show. Join us next Wednesday, 10 p.m. That's where we are. And that's why it's almost the bewitching hour. It's almost checkmate. It's almost that time. Time is no return. It's almost the time when we won't be able to recover because recovery simply will not be in the cards for us. We can Everybody thinks we're wrong. Who are they to judge us? Mother, mother, simply call me sweet where I have